Right, hi everyone, my name is Raymond Snelly, welcome to The Raymond Show, I mean the Snapple Podcast, same thing. Uh, okay, then right off the bat, I kind of want to talk about The Ellen Show. Like, because I called it The Raymond Show, so, you know, The Ellen Show, same thing, right? <laughs> Except I don't have any famous guests, and people don't like me, and people don't want to cancel me now, uh, and I think I'm overall a decent person. I like how we all liked Ellen but now we just kind of don't <laughs> that's kind of weird but I guess it's the cycle of being a star like you have like a period of time where people are absolutely all over you but then they'll find something that they don't like about you but also just if you do questionable slash unreasonable slash not good stuff like if you don't pay your workers enough I think it's reasonable to get cancelled like why is it so hard for so many people to be a decent person, you know? But okay, sometimes I do get not really caught up in drama, but you know, I end up finding out that I'm not as epic, amazing, slash innocent a person as I thought I was. Just like stuff like sharing screenshots of convos, you know? And it's all fun and dandy until that person actually asks you about it. I'm not even the one sharing, okay? It's just something that happened. It's very similar to an exchange slash drama slash whatever that happened a while ago, like almost a year at this point. But yeah. Okay, but I don't think that not paying your workers or paying them less in a time of need is exactly equivalent to sharing someone's conversations. Like, if you just, if you're dishonest with some people, I guess, like, you're just not telling them the entire truth, or you're trying to play on multiple fronts, you know? I still find myself trying to do that, I think. Like, I end up not quite having the same agenda with different people. Yeah, that's kind of wrong, but, you know, it's not the same as whatever Ellen does. So, no, I'm not Ellen. I'm the replacement for the Ellen show. Uh, please invite the Jonas Brothers onto here. And I want the Yoling Walmart kid. <laughs> I wonder how he's doing. I hope he's doing all right. But also, it's kind of an alien concept to me anymore. Anymore. Already? Yeah, it's no longer something plausible. If you told me that that happened in a year after 2020, that's, that wouldn't be possible. I think we've, we're all just collectively traumatized as a generation. You know, like people from the Great Depression. Oh, <laughs> I had my cat on my lap the whole time. And if you hear random meows or her just thrusting herself on the desk, thrusting as in just falling down. She has this habit of not sitting down and then lying down gently. She just falls off of her feet. I guess you could say I really sweep her off her feet. <laughs> yeah, she loves me that much. It's kind of interesting because uh, I have two cats and one of them seemed a lot more cuddly than the other. The other was just cute. <laughs> and I have said other cat. So the other cat's name is B and the... <laughs> And the one's name is miel, as in the French word for honey. I just call her miel, 
with a Russian accent. <laughs> I don't talk about my cats much in English, like using their names. But yeah, so at first, we were only planning to get one cat, but yeah, we ended up getting both of them because uh, we couldn't get Miel adopted. So yeah, we were just, at first we just fostered them both until actually a family came to see Miel before we just stopped looking for people to give her away to. Oh, she's biting me. B is biting me. <laughs> it's so fun playing. And I'm sorry I couldn't be recording at another time. I just really had to record tonight because I blanked out and didn't record last night and tomorrow I'm going to be busy the entire day. I'm going to elaborate on that a bit later, but now I'm talking about how I ended up with two cats as opposed to one. So we ended up keeping Miel after the family that originally saw her, you know, just came to see her, meet her a little bit, play with her. Uh, they found another kitten, like they picked up a stray and yeah, they chose to take care of the stray as opposed to Miel, which is a good point, good call. I respect that and we, we got to keep Miel. <laughs> At first, I really had to convince my mom to let us keep both of the cats, at least for a little while, until we could get Miel adopted. But after a while, I think it was like a week or two. So yeah, after a little while, my mom really just straight up asked me if we could keep Miel. Like, yeah, let's just keep Miel. And I'm really glad we did because they're both very good babies. And they get along really well. That was actually part of the reason that the person we originally got them from. <laughs> There's a lot of people involved in this, I realized. So, yeah, the lady we got B and Miel from, uh, she insisted that we keep them together because they're really close. They're from the same litter. litter bruh, I cannot speak, apparently. <laughs> Which, okay, justified. I'm a little bit tired, you could say so because it is midnight and I still have to edit this thing because like I said, I will be busy tomorrow because guess what I'm doing tomorrow? I am graduating, baby! <laughs> and like, okay, the whole graduation thing, it really got me not concerned, but just, you know, I kind of expected a big wild prom slash graduation party like is that too much to ask no it's not but given the circumstances it's really great that we could even have that because listen uh <laughs> schools are only slowly starting to reopen here so yeah we can't have everyone and they wouldn't even be allowing parents or anyone outside of the school and they're dividing my whole batch the entire year into several groups so all of the groups are going to be uh, they're going to come to school at different times and they're going to have a ceremony at different times and yeah we're all just going to be taking pictures and stuff and we're going to have to wear masks and i think even face shields that's how intense the whole thing is because yeah i guess operating a school is a lot of responsibility, I guess. I'm <laughs> so patronizing towards schools. I do respect what schools are doing. It's kind of cool that we have schools. <laughs> I really put the cool in school. Yeah, that's why I'm going to the graduation party. It's not even a party, it's an event, a short event. I don't even think it's going to last more than one hour. 
because you know we're not going to be allowed to touch each other we're not going to be allowed to closely interact uh, no food is going to be allowed and usually uh, my school would have a party at like a hotel in a hotel hall like a banquet hall and you would have to pay an insane amount of money to attend <laughs> but yeah this time it's not a party it's not something special you can't have any friends from outside or parents of that or any other relatives you can't even see most of your own batch so I'm not going to be able to see all my closest friends because they might not be attending but you know uh, I'm not gonna be able to see Nora at the ceremony so yeah we're gonna technically be graduating separately she's gonna be graduating before me how dare she <laughs> but yeah that's actually why it took me a while to decide if I even want to go. Like, the whole circumstances and the like, operation procedures, I don't really know how to call them. Like, the necessary measurements they had to take. They're all... They're justified, they're mandated. Um, and I understand why they have to go through with that. And like I said, I acknowledge that it's really good that my school actually had the opportunity to host such an event for us. You know, I still get to graduate. Like, it's not that I'm just going to be emailed my diploma or something. I'm going to have nice pictures and like a robe and stuff. I'm not going to have the hat because, uh, yeah, they said that they would have to clean the hat and they don't have many hats. Like, for real, they only use a few hats for the pictures <laughs> they revealed. But that's okay. Um, but like I said, without any parents or close friends or any friends at that, my group, I don't have many friends in that particular group I was divided into, like assigned rather. So yeah, that's kind of tough. And I was like, huh, should I even be going if it's going to be that depressing? And yeah, because I think it's going to be cool to actually tell people about how I graduated like yo I'm graduating during an apocalypse I'm wearing masks and I have a, a face screen and <laughs> you're only really gonna see my eyes for when they take the picture I'm not sure if they're gonna let let all of us take uh, our masks off or the screen screen shields what even does that mean or the face screens <laughs> So, is it going to get foggy? Imagine if it does though, like, <laughs> you can't see whose picture it is because they're wearing a mask and uh, <laughs> they have a face screen. That's just gnarly. <laughs> but yeah, just because it's going to be funny and unusual, I'm gonna go. And after that, I agreed with Nora uh, yeah, I talk about her a lot because she's my number one fan, and yes, yeah, she's she's an amazing friend. So yes, I have a date with Nora after that. Since I can't see her at school, I'm just going to have to hang out with her outside. And <laughs> it's been a good minute since I saw her last. Like, it's been three months? Yeah, I think it has been. That's a lot of time. That's sad. But yeah, we're gonna hang out 
We're gonna get some ice cream maybe, or some milkshakes, or both. Maybe have some dessert, you know. We're graduating, like, dog, you gotta go all out, you know. <laughs> I really do believe in going all out for special occasions, even if they're not exactly special. That's why I'm the kind of friend to actually suggest to everyone that we do something for their birthday, even if they don't necessarily um, give their own birthday a lot of importance or significance, or if I don't give my own birthday a lot of significance, like if someone asked me, like, yo, let's do something for your birthday, I'd just be like, I don't know, man, like, I don't know what I want to do for my birthday, it's just a day, I'm just older, but for some reason, for friends, it's really special. <laughs> and it was Nora's birthday kind of recently, it hasn't even been a month, so yeah, it's a belated birthday hangout as well. <laughs> and I actually finished up the drawing she commissioned from me, the one that I mentioned, I might have mentioned a few episodes back. It's just the super Y characters in YMCA poses. They actually turned out really well, <laughs> in my opinion. Oh, uh, speaking of drawing, I got my pen back. As in, if you remember, I said that I'd broken my pen a week or two ago. So I wasn't able to draw for that period of time because, you know, <laughs> pen broken. Yeah, it's actually really unfortunate how that happened. Like, I must have had it on my lap, hence why it balled, fell. I'm sorry. I'm sleepy. My brain is not making the necessary, the necessary connections. And if I say something wrong, I deeply apologize. So the pen fell and it just stopped drawing properly. It did draw, it's not like it stopped drawing entirely, it's just that even if I hovered, it would continue the line, which is not supposed to happen. You're supposed to be able to draw in strokes. <laughs> and you're gonna have a stroke listening to this because I have made so many mistakes in grammar and maybe pronunciation and just in general. I don't think this is quite an amazing uh, <laughs> I don't know, show for me? It's okay, it happens. But I'm still doing it, you know, I like recording the podcast and talking about whatever, whenever, even though it's usually a, a specific time. This is actually, I think, the one podcast episode where I'm not sitting on my bed. I'm actually sitting on my desk, and that was because my cat was on me. She was on my lap and she was at my desk, so I wanted to pet her and I wanted to avoid any other background noises and sounds like meows and stuff. And like I said, just her thrusting herself on the desk. Like, oof. I I'm sorry if that you raped you. I'm, I deeply apologize. But yeah, that's how it's gonna go, baby. <laughs> um, that's how the rest of the recording is gonna go because I'm too lazy to move and I'm not gonna wimp out and do it in several takes. <laughs> I think it's a nice challenge to try and do something in one take. First try, amazing. <laughs> uh, fun fact, for videos, I actually take a lot of takes because for some reason, it's a little bit... I kind of get shy in front of the camera. I'm gonna be honest, I'm not gonna lie. Because it's not dependent entirely on what I say, more so what I do in a video and how I look. So yeah, the thing is, I really like prepping myself for videos, 
Like I like making myself look nice. <laughs> or just getting in my signature Raymond Snailing look, you know, with the scarf and the shades and the high waist skirt and the long sleeve shirt tucked into the skirt. That's exactly how it works. This is how we do things around here. <laughs> this is probably, it probably doesn't make sense if you're not a viewer of the channel. I only have a few videos, like two, I think, that aren't uh, podcast episodes. I also have memes, some old memes I did. But, you know, if you watch it, you watch it. If you don't, good for you, I guess. <laughs> I do like my videos. I really like editing videos more so than recording them. Editing is probably what I enjoy most. So if I end up becoming an editor for someone as opposed to making my own videos, one, that would be a shame, but two, I would just enjoy it, you know? Just give those videos my own flair, even though they're not technically my videos if I don't record them. Yeah, like, is it... I wonder if you could call a movie, like a film or anything, your own if you worked on it, but if you're not the director or the producer or just the boss of it all. Like, if you had the idea to record or make something and you go through with it, you produce it, you're the boss of it basically, are you the only person to get the rights to say that it's your movie? Because if you look at the end credits of movies, there are a lot of people working on them. And I actually really like reading the credits because sometimes they have interesting names that pop out and in general, I like to see Slav names or just the variety of names, you know? That's the diversity we care about. I really like names, I guess. Names are cool. <laughs> but I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast, but I've definitely talked about it with someone in real life. Like the concept of names. So you just have things that you state or call, you know, like how you would eventually develop as, you know, a, a civilization, I don't know, a nation or a tribe or anything. If you're developing a language, if you end up developing a language, you would coin terms or I guess come up with words to represent objects, you know? And it would always be a universal object like, you know, animals or plants or the ground, or the sky, or trees, you know, wait, trees are plants, <laughs> or mushrooms, I don't know, fruits, vegetables, they all need to have one name so you know exactly what you're talking about. But the concept of naming people, like we're all just people, I don't, it's interesting to me how we all have different names, like we're called different ways, but we are one and the same, like we are just people and in a family, we're part of the same family, so we're the same basically, yet people still differentiate between people. And okay, that would make sense. So uh, you have this prehistorical human or something. I don't know when they started naming people. I honestly don't. And I didn't bother to look it up because I didn't know I would be talking about this, but okay. So you have a society, you live in a society, 
society. I think this says a lot about <laughs> I should stop talking about society, bro. But okay, you have a society, you have people there. Wow, <laughs> a hot take, isn't it? And then you want to name someone. So some person decides that their kid is incredibly special and they're like, okay, your name is Greg. And they tell everyone that, no, this is not a human, this is a Greg. <laughs> is that how names work? That's how they're supposed to be. That's how they're supposed to function, right? So it's not just a regular person. This is a Greg. He's somehow special, more special than anyone else. And people, other people, I don't know if they got mad or something. Yeah, they'd be like, why does this person get to name their kid, but my kids don't have names? Screw them. The next kid I have, I'm naming them, uh, I'm naming them, uh, I'm naming them Bob, you know? And the other person's like, oh yeah? Then I'm gonna name, oh, I'm gonna name my girl, bro. Like, y'all are naming your sons, but I'm gonna have a girl and she's gonna have a name and her name's gonna be Barbara. <laughs> and people just start spiting each other and they acknowledge that everyone is special and then they start they might not start giving adults names like okay remember greg his his parents names are now uga and buga <laughs> like i said this is a prehistorical society okay uh this is ancient beings uh, we're talking Australopithecus here, okay? <laughs> I hope there's no archaeologists or anthropologists watching this or listening to this rather. Rather, bruh. I feel bad mispronouncing stuff. <laughs> and they just get so mad at the inaccuracies, but okay, this is a bit. I'm just trying to make fun of a concept that we're all familiar with. So yeah, but then comes the time that you want someone to be just as special as the first person to ever be named, Greg. So you just name your kid Greg. That's so weird. Like, <laughs> I guess, no, it makes sense. But it's also weird because if the purpose of a name is to distinguish you or a family member or your pet or your kid, I like how pets came first. So if you need to distinguish something by giving it a special name, like Greg, um, <laughs> in a prehistorical society, it's a very special name. In our society, maybe not. But yes, you want to distinguish them. They're special, so they're named Greg. They're not named a person. Or they're not named boy. <laughs> like in God of War. <laughs> boy. But then... <clears throat> oops, voice crack. But then, you just have names that repeat. So if you don't differentiate, then what's the point? Okay, it would be much more of a hassle if everyone had unique names. But think about it from a practical point of view. If you don't have names that repeat, if every single person's name is unique, then you always know who you're talking about and I think that people can get really creative with names uh, just think about Elon Musk <laughs> dude or yeah me Raymond Snailing see I am an amazing name I come up with names but then I do a bit about having an imaginary kid and I name him Raymond Jr. but 
you know. Okay, I can justify that. <laughs> I gave him that name because I didn't want to explore the possibilities of different names. And I think it's just funny to name a kid after myself. Even if like, he's a guy, I'm a girl. I'm just going to name him after myself. <laughs> it's a bit, okay? It's not meant to be serious. Even though I have been drawing Raymond Jr. It's just a character that I've come to really like and think that he's really cute. Oh yeah, <laughs> how did this even start? I just started talking about drawing, apparently, and then names. I don't remember. If you do remember, good, good on you, but I bet you don't. <laughs> so we're both lost in the woods. Lost in the woods. Dude, when Frozen 2 came out, I went to see it twice just because of that one song. Like, it's... <laughs> It's amazing because it's heavily based on like 80s boys bands. So the video, well not the video, the clip for the song, it's just old fashioned and very retro. Okay, what's the difference between vintage and retro? Retro. Who says retro? Apparently, <laughs> Scooby says retro. Ro oh. <laughs> Dude. But yeah, what's the difference between vintage and retro? I'd say vintage is something more than a hundred years ago? Or at least prior to the 20th century. Because retro stuff is more so 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. It's just that period of time. So I wonder if things from now would become retro in a couple of years. Okay, not a couple of years. That's not how it works. In a couple of decades. Or if it would become vintage in a couple of centuries. Like, oh wow, this Nokia phone. Are Nokia would Nokia phones be vintage or retro? Just think about that. They're relics, like the old uh 3310, 3310 phones. I think that's the model. You know, the ones that are bricks and will never break and they'll survive the apocalypse and they would still have like half the charge. Those ones. And the one that everyone for some reason had. Okay, the reason is probably that they were like cheaper accessible and whatnot. But, you know, everyone had that phone. And yeah, <laughs> I think they're cool. They're not practical nowadays. Like you really need to have a smartphone. But usually I think they're lit. So, yes, they're very retro. Does anyone remember like, the games they used to have on the phones? I think it's so cool that they decided to implement games on phones even before smartphones became a thing, when they would literally become computers, pocket-sized computers. I'm talking like such a boomer. I swear I'm a Zoomer. <laughs> I swear I'm a Gen Z person. But, yes, Boomer, boomer Raymond. Boomer Raymond. Sounds like boomerang. Boomeray! Oh my god, yes. I like that. <laughs> Even though I don't like being called a boomer. Because I'm not, I swear. So, yeah, like we had things like snake. I wanted to say solitaire, but solitaire is something on computers. I wonder when they first put solitaire on a computer. Like purple place? Okay, purple place is a later game. But I'm sure everyone played it. If you haven't, I need to 
reconsider my friendship with you or just my acquaintance in general. If you haven't played Purple Place or any of the games on computers, I have to question you. Are you really a person or are you Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> I like how I call I like how a person that's literally like coding and stuff, I accuse him of not ever playing Purple Place. Yeah, because he's so busy coding. Dude. <laughs> but yeah, we had Snake. I'm not sure what else we had. Tetris? No, Tetris wasn't originally on a phone, right? <laughs> it's midnight. I'm talking garbage at this point. <laughs> I hope you're not going as insane as I am. But yeah. Uh, other games that we had on phones. Okay, they're not on the super old phones. They're, they came a bit later. But I think I had a BlackBerry phone. It still had buttons. It wasn't a fancy slidey phone. But yeah, I think it was a BlackBerry. I'm not sure if Burberry is also a phone brand or if it's a clothes brand. I think Burberry is clothes and BlackBerry is phones. Okay, <laughs> imagine if Gucci made phones. Look at my exclusive collector's Louis Vuitton Nike collaboration phone. It only has a function of taking pictures of Nike shoes and Louis Vuitton clothes. And Nike clothes, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, do you like my idea? Should I make snaily phones? And they would only be able to stream my podcast <laughs> and broadcast my videos live? Okay, maybe they would have a secret option of texting me, but uh, please don't. Ick. If I don't know you, don't text me, okay? <laughs> you can interact with me in the comments if you're on YouTube, but don't text me out of nowhere, okay? Like, <laughs> that's just not nice. I think it's, yeah, it's kind of weird how we're so unwelcome to uh, contact with people we don't know. Okay, it does make sense as in it's safer to not make contact with people you don't know, you know, stranger danger and whatnot. But if you, if it's important, or if you generally need help from someone, you're just going to be so anxious about it. If you need an ambulance, I'm going to hesitate to call an ambulance. I'm going to hesitate to call the police if there was a burglar or a serial killer chasing me. I would hesitate because I don't want to burden anyone. I don't want to sound like I'm asking for too much. I feel like I get really embarrassed doing the very basic things. Like I could get really embarrassed ordering stuff because haha, look at me, I'm such a loser ordering boba tea, wow. Ordering milk tea, ew, cringe. <laughs> milk tea gang. I know some of you listening don't like milk tea, but I do. So I hope you can respect that and we're not gonna fight because if sometimes you should talk to strangers, not actively, but you know, you still gotta reach out to people Sometimes it's really necessary to break out of your bubble a little bit to get something. But do not fight strangers, especially not this time. We are here to social distance. We're here to make the world a better and safer place. So do not touch people. You're, you, you can talk to strangers, but do not touch them. Like at all. Even handshakes. I find the concept of handshakes right now so weird. Like, okay, I guess it used to be 
I'm not sure if it's even accurate. I think it's a conspiracy or something, or just a theory that they used to shake hands just to make sure they didn't have hidden blades. It's kind of like Cheers originally originated. <laughs> That's so redundant. I'm sorry. Uh, Cheers originally came from uh, just trying to spill your own drink into the other person's glass in case they poisoned it. I don't know. I guess it's just it might be just be a thing in Russia, but I wouldn't be surprised if it came from other countries as well. If that's the actual backstory or origin story, you know, it made sense because in medieval times, everyone seemed to try and kill each other, just like now. Nothing changed. <laughs> but yeah, uh, handshakes. I guess it's already the 2020 trauma or like the quarantine trauma catching up with me or just uh, not having that specific custom in my everyday culture just surrounding me because one, I don't go outside, but you know, I don't interact with many people nowadays either. And you don't shake hands with your family. That's just, that's even weirder than shaking hands with people in general. Like, okay, if you make a business deal, I can respect shaking hands, but I don't, I don't think I would want to sh just shake hands with someone when I tell them my name. Like, all right, hi everyone, my name is Raymond Snailing. Let me shake your hand. No, that's not how it works. I'm violating your personal space. <laughs> I think it's definitely the social distance trauma speaking at this point, but still, be careful talking to strangers. Be especially careful touching strangers, especially in times like these. But yeah, what else did I do? I don't think much happened this week. I literally did not do much. I just slept, but it also felt like I didn't sleep at all because I kept staying up until 3 a.m., 4 a.m. I'm not gonna stay up until that time because like I said, I have to wake up tomorrow early because I'm gonna go graduate. This is cool now. <laughs> what time is it now? Oh, it's, it's 10 to one. So, ah yes, I'm staying up a little bit. It's okay, but what I did is I went on Steam because there's the Steam sales. So you can get games for cheap. <laughs> I'm really talking like a boomer. You know these video games or like computer games? You press buttons and you get immersed in a story and uh, you get to see pictures and you do stuff and you get entertained by that? Wow, <laughs> I'm a boomer, boomeray, boomeray hours. But yeah, I did want to buy some games. I haven't bought them yet because Raymond is a busy girl, but also I kind of need to gather the courage to ask my mom for stuff. Yeah, see, if you're scared to talk to strangers, I'm also scared to talk to my mom to get something from her, even if I really need it. Like. I don't have an allowance, it's just that she gives me money every once in a while to use whenever I go out or like for transit and stuff. Granted, she hasn't done that in a while because I stay at home, I don't need the money. But yeah, if I go to hang out with friends, she's gonna give me something to, I don't know, if we wanna eat. That's just what me and my friends do, we eat. <laughs> That's actually my date with Nora tomorrow, we're just gonna eat ice cream. And desserts. I mentioned that, but you know, just a reminder because I am really excited. 
and I know she's going to be listening. I just hope that we had a good time because by the time you're, you're listening, everyone is listening, we would have graduated and we would have hung out and come home. Hopefully safely and hopefully with no encounters with strangers that involve touching. It's so sad that I'm not going to be able to hug her because social distancing, but you know, eventually it's going to end. Eventually I'm going to be able to hug my homies again, you know? But yeah, back to the Steam sale. I'm just generally kind of scared to ask my mom for stuff even if I need it. And okay, I don't need the games, but I want the games and I think it's fair for me to ask for video games every once in a while. I think the last time I asked her to buy a video game was just <laughs> when I wanted to buy Minecraft for my PC because I have it on my Xbox, but I don't play much on there and it's not even updated anymore because it's an obsolete version and I don't have anyone to play it with. If it's on PC, then I can play with friends. So I can play with other people, I can play with Yui Boy. Yeah, it's just much more handy. So I had to beg her to let me buy that. And now, six months later, I'm gonna beg her to buy a whole bunch of games. I think it's like five or six games. Uh, yeah, it's got like Undertale. <laughs> I call it Nut Dealer to my friend just because of the meme. Because, you know, Undertale and Deltarune, they're all anagrams of each other. I mean, Deltarune is an anagram of Undertale, so uh, you want to know a secret? <laughs> Nut Dealer is also an anagram of Undertale. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I might have mentioned this, but I really like Sans from Undertale. And for the longest time, I kind of consider myself a fake fan because I've never actually played Undertale. I'm sorry. I, I, hopefully, I will have fixed that and I will actually have recorded myself playing. I really want to record myself playing Undertale because I just want to see my reactions to Sans. <laughs> That's really all I'm there for. Sans is amazing. Um, he is Toby Fox's gift to Earth. And yeah, it's going really cheap and I get to support him. I I'm sorry, I'm very stingy when it comes to games, but you have to understand that um, it would be easier for me to persuade my mom to get me those games if they went for cheap. She's not going to buy me a $60 game, no siree, but if she would only have to spare, uh, how much would that be? If she would only have to spare, like, 12 bucks, I think that's 12 bucks. Yeah, 12 USD for, like, six games? They're not all two bucks, it's... Yeah, their prices vary. And Steam does give you a little discount if you go over a certain amount. I think it's, like, uh... Wait, no, it's not 12 bucks. Let me see. It's, like, 15. Around 15. Because I need to convert currencies so yeah 15 bucks for six games and I get content for my channel and I get overall enjoyment because I don't feel excluded for once because everyone around me seems to be a gamer and I'm not a gamer at all so uh, I also don't want to be a fake Undertale fan I want to justify my love for Sans and I want to show you guys <laughs> if if you're a viewer of the channel of course and if you would be interested in Undertale gameplay, I want to show you guys how much I like Sans. I just think it would be fun. 
Um, another game I wanted to get was Yakuza, Yakuza 0. I'm not going to get Yakuza Kiwami because it's a bit more expensive. It's on the expensive side. Raymond is very stingy. Raymond Sailing Mark, Raymond stingy. Haha. <laughs> uh oh, stingy. <laughs> that was so bad. I'm so sorry. But yeah, Yakuza is going for, I think it's around $5? Yeah, it's, it's about that. It's about that amount. So it's not expensive at all. Also might get Worms or in like Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight seems to be an amazing platformer game. I really enjoy platformers. <laughs> like back in the Flash days, I realized that in December, Adobe is going to discontinue Flash. Does that mean we won't have those iconic Flash games? Like the Papa games? Or, in my case, Cactus McCoy. I'm surprised no one else knows about Cactus McCoy. Am I the only person in this whole wide world that ever played Cactus McCoy? I've never actually played the Papa's games. I found them a little too complicated. Like Papa's Pizzeria, Gelateria, whatever, the food. There is a Papa's for it. I bet there, there is a Papa's borscht cooking simulator. I swear, there probably is. There is definitely like a creeperia or something. Oh, creeperia, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, that means possible future content because I know for a fact that uh, one of my friends, Toto, she really wants to see me play Undertale and Yakuza. And Yakuza in general, it seems to be like a Japanese GTA 5, but you don't kill people, I guess you just beat them up. <laughs> and the side quests are really ridiculous and I like it when games don't really take themselves all too seriously like if you can have a laugh or a joke <laughs> like Toby Fox just goes all wild in Undertale that's kind of why I like it I like the idea of it even though you know I haven't played I've seen some let's plays though not fully but you know <laughs> so with Undertale I'll kind of note what I'm doing, I'll have a little bit of context, but if I play Yakuza on camera, it's just gonna be blind. I'm gonna be blind. And I like that. I like blind playthroughs. And oh, <laughs> I think I can mention just a time I was on voice chat, and we just, yeah, all of us in the voice chat were from different countries, we speak different languages. So I have a friend. She speaks Serbian, and another friend, she speaks German. So those two, they don't really know how to read each other's languages that well. So yeah, the friend that speaks Serbian doesn't quite know how to read German, and the friend that speaks German does not quite know how to read Serbian. So, but I'm here, and I know how to read both of them because <laughs> I can speak Serbian, but Okay, I'm not that good in German, but I can still kind of speak and I can read, most definitely. <laughs> this is just me flexing my language prowess, but yeah, that's kind of what it was. <laughs> they were out there being shy to read each other's languages and being afraid to mess things up, and I'm just there like, yo, I can read that. <laughs> and I did. And I liked, I liked it. And then I sent a page in Russian and uh, the German-speaking friend she just, <laughs> she wasn't even going to attempt to read it. But my Serbian-speaking friend, she could kind of do it. And I'm really proud of her for doing that. She's probably not listening to the podcast, but if you are, I'm proud of you. 
<laughs> or if I want to say it in in Serbian, ponosasam na tebe. Yes. Okay. Um, I should wrap this up. I should stop flexing my language prowess. Okay. Listen, languages and culture and etymology and like anthropology and. Sh- oh no! I, I swore. <laughs> I was keeping the episode clean. It's okay. I'm gonna censor it. But yeah. All of those things, they really get me going. I really like that. I really like the idea of communicating with people, you know? So, yeah, on that note, I'm just going to end the episode. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed, and I hope to see you next week because I post episodes every week, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, yeah, if you're listening on Spotify or Google Podcasts, make sure to follow it so you don't miss any of the new uploads. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a like, comment if you want to interact with me, subscribe so you don't miss any of my other uploads, and including the future gamer vids. If you want, it's gamer girl hours. But yeah, uh, to conclude, I hope Snapple becomes a staple in your routine, and have a nice day. Bye!